Hey, 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 it's me, Jamie. So, just found out that I'm almost certain that I've been what I'll refer to as chosen to present myself on earth as a psychotherapist diagnosing my own brain. You see, once upon a time, Joe was scared to search through these depths. Maybe fear drives from ignorance. Although the only aspect we'll ever truly be ignorant to is the almighty Jah. We're gifted with our entire lives to learn the world. Although Jah, now that's another story. Dreamy got a dream for you. Get into it. Hey, what's up? So, this right here is just J-Bug. Um, giving her side of the story, you know what I mean? Jamie told me about the dreams that she was having, and she thought that I could explain them in the best way possible. Now, this shit right here is real. Real as fuck. And, of course, when Jamie was in this world, she wasn't able to understand what exactly was going on because um, let's just say her discernment was not all the way there. She was still growing in her path. Although at the end of the day, I still sent her to be a spy to do the work of the Almighty Jah. Now, this is what happened in the dream. And this is a real live dream. Like, you know, you got to compare it to real life because that's what dreams are. It's just another dimension of real life. Understand that. All right, so... There were three individuals who had a podcast. Well, actually, we'll just say that there were two individuals who had a podcast. Um, one of the women was on the podcast alone, and the other one had, let's say, some backup with her. She had some backup. So, at first, these women were together. And, you know, they're speaking on this podcast. While they're speaking on it, they're they're watching this drama occur. Like, it was like we were in this huge auditorium-like place. Like, it was like for show. Like, like we were on display. You know what I mean? Um, or we were watching a display. And on that set, it was this man, and he was in some type of entanglement with all these women, and the women ended up finding out. So, myself and the other young lady and her friend were just kind of giving our perception on it. We were just giving our perception on it. 
eventually we ended up leaving that setting and being in the same house. Now, when you think of a house, this is a place that you commune, you sleep, you trust the people who are in your home, right? You trust them. So all of this, the us were in the same house. We go into each other's rooms and stuff. And then we weren't, let's say we weren't buddy-buddy. Although, you know, we could communicate. We could communicate pretty well. Now, before I go on to this next part, I would just like to say that karmic cycles are real. At one point in this dream, a lady, she appeared as my grandmother, and I will say that she was still my grandmother in the dream. She was crying and sobbing because... She had just witnessed the death of an individual. She had just witnessed the death. And she was pretty hurt by that. It changed her life forever in real life and in the dream. Then she just disappeared. After that, I started trying to figure out why she was so scared. And I'm like, okay. Something in this house feels familiar. It feels like a similar energy that I've been approached with before. Right? So I'm like, forget this. And I walk out of the household. Once I walk out, I see this tall building. And from my assumption, that was the same building that we were hosting our podcast shows on. (laughs) Witnessing this entanglement drama occur. I looked up to see this man dressed in an all-purple suit at the top of the roof. Everybody's pointing. They're like, what's going on? You know, whispering, murmurs. It's a lot of rumors. But I was silent the entire time. Just watching this man on top of the tower. He then throws himself off the tower. 
and lands next to me. And a cross-shaped form. On top of a vehicle. I had just approached my tower moment. Or maybe it's not that it was my tower moment, but that I was watching the tower moment of someone else because I told you that I walked out of that atmosphere. Something about it didn't feel right, as if I had been approached with this energy before. I told you about my grandmother. She witnessed the same thing previously, but she got scared. You see, I wasn't scared. I watched the entire thing happen, and I stayed silent, and then I removed myself from the problem so that I would not be in that tower once everything went down. Now, this is involved with the mystery of Joe. You can piece it together however you so choose to do so. I told you that we saw hors d'oeuvres here, baby. Now, if you can tell me who killed Joe? I will grant something in your favor because that shows you were paying attention and you definitely deserve praise. The story continues, so make sure that you keep up. Although I'm happy to conclude the end of hotels because I removed myself from that atmosphere. This is Jay Boog, the CEO of the Baker Enterprises, a creative marketing agency, and so much more. Time seven, and we are done speaking.
want y'all to understand that <clears throat> I was one of the girls on that stage. I was one of the women involved in that entanglement. I was one of this man's hoe. And I didn't even realize it till after the fact. It's like I knew during. Actually, I knew before. That's why I said I sent Dreamy in as a spy. Because she was so small. She was so small-minded. Poor child didn't even know what she was getting into. But that is how she played her role to the teeth. 